Yo, Barbara, what's up? How's it going? Tomorrow is what's up Wednesday, but I'll be busy tomorrow flying home. So I'm stopping by today to say, hey, what's up? Hey, Barbara KB, this is Sloppy Joel from the Musician's Tavern. I just want to say um, your show is really cool and really informative. Um, Personally, I noticed you've checked out my show. You know what I'm all about. Um, I've listened to what I can, unfortunately. Uh, I'm on my way to work and uh, my data is in safety mode and I'm cheap. Um, But I'll be tuning in and checking it out. Any suggestions on uh, my show, let me know and feel free to make this public. Maybe your advice to me could also help other people. I'm I'm definitely also to, because a lot of new anchors are tuning into my show, going to give you a shout out so people can find you. Um, Yeah, thank you for tuning in. I'll be tuning in to you and I can't wait to learn more from you. Thank you. Well, Musicians Tavern, I'm flattered that you called in and asked. Sure, I'll I'll give you some feedback. I I think maybe you could have broken up that interview into a couple of days. Um, I I know some people want to save everything and put it up on a podcast, but I kind of like the uh, snack size consumption of uh, segments here on Anchor. Plus also music. While I love that you're a music station, I I just like more of your voice and more of your thoughts and opinions. So I would have broken up that interview maybe a little bit. I would have played his music, and then I would have done it over um, a couple of days. So I don't know if your station is doing a different interview every day, but um, sometimes some people, their stations get a little long in anchor, or it's a little too much of outside stuff, or these um, music tracks you know, the same musician all in a row. And for me, I, I, I start to lose interest in that. But that's just me, and I'm giving you feedback because you asked for it. But if you want to call in and talk more, sure, happy to do that. One of the difficulties with Anchor 2 is when you get call-ins that aren't really what your segment is about that day, or it might be some topic that's way over here somewhere, Sometimes I, I have to wait on that call-in for quite some time. And I've had a couple of call-ins about general marketing topics and digital marketing that I've been sort of waiting to answer on a day when, you know, I felt I should just get to them because uh, they've been um, brought up to me. So that's sometimes one of the struggles with Anchor is, is how to go about doing that and how to do the flow of your station for that particular 24-hour period. So here's here's a call-in that I got. Hey, Barbara. Just heard your post about anchor influencers. I don't know if you call them anchor influencers. In a way they are, but I, I don't think it's more influence. I think it's, you know, you signed up to their podcast because you wanted to hear what they were up to and whether they were doing something interesting I think for me it's more like permission marketing in a way, although you're not signed up to a email list, so you're not getting emails every day, but you kind of are in a way because you get a new post every day if they post. 
So it's like you've almost got permission to be able to say anything or have an influence or a sway over the conversation. Hey, Andrew, thanks for your call and thanks for your patience with me getting back to you. I, I would say there's some truth in what you're saying that the influencers here or the folks that are influencing content and people taking action is a little like the term permission marketing sort of of old. It's a term that's not used as much anymore. But it is true that permission marketing is opting into something. But that's a different thing. That That's more of a permission marketing is an opting into get an email or get special offers. That's more something that you would do wonderfully with a website. You would say to them, sure, I want to receive your information or sure, I want to get this from you. It's a little more push. Whereas in social media, you know, on a website where you're interacting with content, that's a little different. And that's more influencer marketing. So that's my understanding of the difference. But but I agree, you know, you've given them permission, you know, to uh, be in your earbuds. I mean, I mean, you make a point there, and, and I agree with you on that, that it is like permission marketing. But really, when marketing people use the terms, they're, they're, they're two different things. And and that's why I talk about them. But but thanks. If you want to talk about more about permission marketing that companies do on websites, call back in. Let's talk more. Hey, Barbara. I thought I would call in with a question about marketing. I've been listening to a lot of the design channels, and they um, have been posing really interesting questions to each other. And I thought it could be something that we hear kind of... Uh, in the marketing world on Anchor uh, could try more often as well, and I know you do it a lot. Um, so my question is, if you had to choose between focusing on paid or organic work um, or organic growth first, would you focus on paid or would you focus on um, improving organic search results and why? Uh, let me know what you think and uh, hope to hear from you. Kylie, thanks for much, so much for this question. It's it's a classic question that we deal with in, in search and it, it's always, you know, organic or paid and some people would say you have to do both. I, I would argue that on some levels you do both, but you focus first on organic. Oh, I had to clear out my morning voice there. Sorry. Yeah, you focus first on organic, of course, of course, um, because if that isn't together, then your, your paid isn't going to do you as much good. Because your paid is is a hope for um, people looking at it and deciding to link to it. There's all sorts of reasons to do both, but you completely have to focus on organic first because otherwise your paid won't go as far as be as effective. So work on the organic, understand what you're getting. Um, it, it's actually a good way, and you could spend two weeks a month on that, and then after that you would go through and do your paid search. Um, and, and purchasing um, various things through paid search. So really, there's there's a whole strategy to it, and and it's always it's the million dollar question, and and you have to teach a client to be patient with it. Um, that really, what you're doing there is making sure that the site is being found in various searches, and that you maybe have to change some of the pages around. And then after you feel like you've got the organic together, you know, for a certain period of time. Then you would go ahead and do some paid. Uh, I firmly believe in paid. But to do them at the same time, or, ooh, I've seen people do paid first. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a waste of your money. So there you go. I hope that helps. 
Call back in. Let's keep talking other marketing questions. Thanks so much. And sorry for my late reply here. I appreciate um, call-ins like this. Hey, Barbara. Good morning. Uh, thank you for your call-in the other day. I didn't publish it because of the particular um, direction I was going with my station that day. You know, it's really interesting to me. I, I love this idea you have that we can have episodes uh, that are have the music and have the echoes all intact and that uh, the echoes don't go out with uh, with other with your podcast I can kind of uh, I, can, I can get behind that I think that makes makes actually a lot of sense the point you make about the fact that you can e- you can easily share and promote someone else's stuff I could share one of your segments easily but not have it be part of part of my podcast if it was part of the conversation kind of like a it's kind of a weird juxtaposition yeah i i really would love for anchor to be a little more transparent about what is actually going to be happening with our archives and also how is it that we're going to be able to share or not share people's content here you know the clipper section is now not down the clip section is down how are we going to be able to do these these things at Anchor? And I think that's where um, some of us are in a little bit of limbo here. And it's one of the reasons why I'm ag- asking for an episode's areas. We're not able to save those. It's just in the 24-hour segment. And, and, and the only way we can save it is if it goes out to our podcast, if we've done the podcast thing. So there's a little bit of uncertainty here about what's happening with our content. And so thanks, Greg, for keeping the discussion alive. Again, I'm going to put up my segment that I've had before so that folks know and can read a little bit more about it at the support area on Anchor, where I'd love for people to just, for Anchor to consider um, separating out episodes and our podcasts. So thanks. Are you enjoying the Anchor podcast feature? Are you having a good time making episodes? so that people can listen to you while you're off air? Are you wondering, what's the best way to do this? Hmm, What should be an episode? What should I load up as a podcast? Gosh, is there a difference? Oh, look, I can't put in music. I can't put in add to station echoed stuff. Oh, my goodness, now I've got to figure this out and choose things. Yeah, the new Anchor episode podcast feature is wonderful. It means we can be off station and people can hear what we're about and what we do in our stations, but it's also a great way to push things out to the interwebs, to iTunes and to Google Play and other podcasting networks. So the podcast feature here is fantastic. But there is a big general concern that I have with it and that I've actually gone to the Anchor Support page and have put in a request for a change. What? There's an Anchor Support page? There's a place where I can put in feedback and suggestions? Yes. Anchor loves to hear suggestions and feedback from us, and and I've actually put in a suggestion at the Anchor page of an idea that I have in regards to what we currently could easily do, I think, to um, 
make for a better experience here at Anchor. Currently, when you put together an episode, you can't use what is copyrighted music from Apple or from Spotify, and you can't use copyrighted material from other people's stations. Believe it or not, and I completely agree with Anchor on this, you know, you really shouldn't be using other people's voices on your station, from their station, unless it's a call-in. You know, somebody calls into your station, yep, they are willingly putting themselves on your episode um, for that station. But when you echo something or you add to station, hmm, things get a little dicey there. And I completely agree with Anchor that that shouldn't be put out into a podcast world. But where it becomes problematic is, I think, with our episodes, which stay here within Anchor. So I'm requesting... And I think this is something Anchor could do fairly easily, is allow us to have our episodes include the music and include echoes or add to stations within them. That way, um, you would have that there. And then you would take the option of, okay, now I'm going to put together what's considered a podcast. So you basically have your episodes that are here in Anchor, and then you would have your podcast that could go out. Now, I think this also helps a lot of the DJs that are here, a lot of the people that use the the music clips a lot. Um, I think there's so many reasons to want something like this. But if you want more details, just click on the bit.ly link that I have here in this episode, or excuse me, in this segment that I have here, and take a look, um, consider it, comment, vote it up, completely disagree with me, I mean, part of it is just what are we doing with our episodes and our podcasts here? I mean, there's some people that don't want to do podcasts. They just want to keep things here in Anchor. So that's another consideration to make. Um, So I just put that out there. It's a suggestion I have to Anchor. And I hope you get a chance to read it and consider it and just consider how we're doing episodes and podcasts here at Anchor. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great day, and as usual, call in, make comments here if you want to, or um, make comments there at the Anchor Support page, whatever you'd like to do. Thanks for listening. And I've got somebody else who is very supportive of what I've put together. Take a listen to him. Emily, thank you so much. I just had to share this on my station. It's a great topic. I will admit that I am a plus-size American woman, And I've been plus size for hmm, probably a good, well, since my son was born, (laughs) which is pretty typical. And yeah, you always feel a little guilty about it, but you always sort of have to deal with it. And where do you find fashion? And I actually find that lots of the fashion in the stores, um, I'm relegated to these kind of cornered segments and so I've, I finally have figured out I, I do a mixture of where a couple stores that I like going to. And then actually, I'm going to just say this, uh, QVC online, or excuse me, um, uh, online and the, the show itself does a great job um, with quality. Because for me, it's about quality um, clothing that, that lasts for a period of time. So I'm always looking for, I don't mind spending the money. It's just I want to have something that's going to last for a few years. So. And what you bring up is an interesting topic, which is about the jewelry aspect of things, which I've sort of run into a little bit. 
Um, but I can totally see why, especially with the kind of big decorative pieces that are out there right now, which actually I don't buy. I'm not a really big jewelry person. I have some pieces that I just favor. I'm a little Susie Orman about jewelry. But yeah, some of the big costume jewelry probably wouldn't fit me or lay right. So I think you bring up a really great point. And um, yeah, for jewelry, I can see why. So I hope other people call into your station and give you their thoughts and their two cents about it. And I appreciate you putting it up. It's, it's a great question and I'm enjoying your station. Thank you. Hello, wonderful Barbara KB. Thank you so much for answering my question and echoing my segments onto your station. I went to sleep last night just hitting a milestone of 1K applause, so I was pretty happy about that. And then I woke up this morning to you echoing and answering my question, so thank you so much. I thought it was really interesting what you said about wanting to shell out the money for quality products. This is something that I found in my research as I was doing a little bit more looking around on this topic, it seems that this might be a trend, I don't know if this is true or not, that plus size women are willing to shell out the money, like you were saying, for good quality products that fit well, because maybe because they're so used to having things that don't fit, or maybe because they just really want quality products like the rest of us. So thank you again so much, and I really enjoyed your answer. Well, Emily, thank you. Of course, it's a topic that I'm interested in. I wear jewelry. I'm a plus-side woman. You were asking some great questions. Quality is, of course, important, and I, I really will admit that for many years, a lot of plus-size things were just poorly made. Um, there is sort of a disregard. You would not find good things, or if you did, it was over in a corner and it wasn't very fashionable. So yeah, there is there is sort of an issue there um, for women like me. And many of us do have pretty good chunks of change to spend on these things. But we don't, we're not big time shoppers because we if it fits, we're going to buy it. And actually, by the way, I'm going to buy three of those pairs of pants because they really fit me. So there is that. Or if it's in your case, jewelry, you know, okay, this stuff fits well. I'm going to buy two of them instead of just the one. Because we're so afraid, oh my gosh, I'll come back in a year and that brand will have dropped me. <laughs> so I have my brands. I know who are committed to me. And I know the stores and places where I can get things. And then the rest of it I just don't even bother with. Because, you know, I got work to do. I got a family. I got a life. I got a job. So, yeah. That's why. Thank you. It was a great question. And enjoyed running into your station the last few weeks. And, um, yeah. Keep going. You're doing great. Hey, Barbara. I was just uh, feeding back on your feedback to our musician friend there, and I would agree. I think one thing that I wasn't really conscientious of, but because of the fact that you can't really speed up or slow down audio, takes the time it takes, uh, being sensitive about how many total minutes worth of content you're producing a day, I think it's really a big factor in whether people are going to listen or not. I mean, you can put six hours of content up. That's cool. But, you know, no one's going to know how to sift through it and what parts to listen to and what not to. It's not like an article that you can skim over and read. So, yeah, I think you probably are spot on with your advice there. you you got to be sensitive to just how much 
content you're producing a day. The snack size of Anchor is what makes it great. Hey, Kurt, Barbara KB here. Thanks for calling in. I really appreciate your perspective in particular because I know you're doing lots of things with music. And, you know, I'm being patient with some folks that are in here. I think some people are putting up maybe interviews or things they've done in the past with podcasting. Uh, maybe they're trying to establish their uh, new episodes and podcasts here and establish their channels, and maybe they'll become a little more interactive. Um, but my patience will be worn thin <laughs> after about a month or so if people aren't being more conscious of Anchor being a place where, you know, we we like sound bites, snippets, um, you know, it's a place of discussion and dialogue. And again, you can put your channel together that way. In fact, I know some people that have two channels here. They sort of have sort of a long form sort of thing, and then they do us another sort of discussion thing. So, so you could do it that way. But really, the power of Anchor is the shorter form, the discussion, the five-minute segment. And that is why Anchor has been put together the way it's been put together. So I guess that's that's what I'm reaching out to him, and he asked for my feedback, and I appreciate you chiming in here as well because we, we want to encourage each other to be places where people come and listen. People want to listen here, and they and they want to come back to your station, and you're only going to have so many opportunities with some folks and then they're just going to move on because there are a lot of music. Music is pretty competitive here at Anchor and there's a lot of good stations doing a lot of good things and just be aware of that. So I thanks for your feedback. Hey, I hope we're helpful to him and um, I hope he comes back and reacts to both of us. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Kurt. Have a great day. Hey, Barbara, I'm calling in about your segment where you suggested to the Anchor team that we be allowed to use music clips in our episodes as well as echoes to our stations that do not uh, go to become podcast. And I could not agree more. I absolutely don't see what the point is when something's an episode. In a 24-hour feed, people can listen to our stations with music clips but the moment we put it in an episode where people can listen to it you know all the time or listen to it when our station is off air no music clips i i wish someone would please explain the logic of that and so many people do what jennifer elan does that whole echoing uh a question from someone else's station and then responding so they have longer time to make a response that should be allowed to be in episodes as well great suggestion barbara Hello, Barbara. This is Sloppy Joel from the Musician's Tavern. Really, really appreciate the feedback, uh, seriously. Um, You know what? What you're saying about the interview, I thought of doing, and I knew I should have done it, spread out over a few days. But, yes, I made a rookie mistake, got impatient, wanted to make a podcast episode. I also had um, multiple artists, you know, kind of saying, like, oh, I want to hear the whole interview, but... If just that segment was getting applause and resulting in follows, it's definitely better to spread it out. I agree with you. Um, And yeah, I have to listen to what the listeners want. And actually, believe it or not, it's more the information they're after rather than the music. And that's what the tavern is actually about is, 
being more informative. The music is just filler. So thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I'm going to keep tuning in. And I loved your segment on music and anchors. Thank you so much. Hey, Musicians Tavern. Gosh, thanks for calling back in. Thanks for listening to my feedback and to another caller's feedback. Really, we're here to help you. And that's one thing that's great about this place is, you know, put stuff out there. Ask people what they think about what you're doing. And don't think what you did there was some sort of mistake. You know, you could just keep it up and keep it going. And what you could do is take those segments and come up with something maybe, you know, next week or this weekend or over three days where you could put it out into, um, you know, more, uh, you know, segmented um, podcast or something. Or just put it up live and play with it for 24 hours and, and just see how it goes. You know, we're all still learning here. There's there's some goodness to it and, and some that isn't. And, you know, we're kind of figuring out how to do this thing here in Anchor. But, gosh, one of the things is trying to get listeners and also trying to get people to call and engage with what you're doing. So you are a brave soul always to ask for feedback. And you, you took it well. And thank you so much. And just keep listening to lots of people here. Everybody's trying all sorts of different things, and it's that's what's great about this place. Lots of good people doing really good stuff. So thanks for calling back in. Hey, Barbara. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're you're aware of this. Like, you, you seem like someone that's very attuned to, like, what's going on in tech. But uh, in case you were, your listeners aren't aware, today, July 12th, 2017, is the day that consumers... And tech companies like Twitter are uniting against the FCC. They're standing up to the FCC to let them know that they stand with net neutrality. Uh, I, I'm literally calling into a bunch of anchor stations because I feel like this is too important to be left silent. Okay, so yeah, please, uh, if you're able to, share this bit.ly link uh, with, with your listeners and tell them to tell the FCC how they really feel. So literally just go to the bit.ly link, click express, and tell the FCC how you feel because this isn't all right. All right. Peace. Hey, Fabian, Barbara KB, thanks for calling in. Yeah, I actually retweeted something on Twitter. I saw something earlier today, but thanks for bringing that to my attention again. I've actually gone in and signed up for it. There actually is another website that you can go that actually explains it a little more to people instead of just to uh, the FCC website, although that's great, Fabian, that you did that. So Fabian's, if you go to his station, he's got a bit.ly link to the FCC. I'm actually going to put in a link here from one of my good computer nerdy friends on, on uh, Twitter that actually brings you to a site that might explain a little more to you and how you can actually sign up and be a part of things. Um, so either way, whatever you do, it's really important to express your concerns about what is going on and decisions that are being made about net neutrality. So thanks, Fabian. Thanks for the call-in. Hey, Barbara. I was listening to your, your spot about your segment about paid advertising versus organic, and you'd mentioned that you always do organic first and suggest organic first. I was wondering what you mean by that. Um, a lot of times I find that I do paid advertising first to make sure that search intent is right. Well, I guess it depends on what platform you're talking about. Are you talking about Google AdWords or um, what exactly are you talking about for sure? Is it more interested 
in, in that and, and what your thoughts are, if you could elaborate on that, because it's interesting to me. And um, why you find that going after organic is the better way. Um, I was also wondering, because um, I find that it's hard to scale organic, whereas you can hopefully scale paid more and you can scale it with more reliability as well. So excited to hear what your thoughts are on that. I really like your station a lot. Hey, Brandon, thanks for calling in. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, if you go back, the original question was in regards to paid and organic search for search engine optimization. So that's the focus. I mean, sure, there's reasons to do paid, you know, depending on the platform first, you know, so you can figure some things out. But this was in regards to search engine optimization. I mean, there's no hard and fast here, but I like to do organic because I want to make sure that the pages are correct. And then we know that we've got things together. And if you do elements of paid afterwards, I just think it brings benefit to the paid. You know, you spent all this money on paid and you're getting things optimized, but you're not, the pages aren't done correctly, and then you have to go back and change them. I just think your paid reach goes further if you worry about the organic organic search. So I'm talking specifically about search engine optimization, and that was the original question, Colin. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. You've got any other other thoughts? Feel free to call in and let's keep the conversation going, or what you could do is you could add this to your station and you could talk about it over on your station. So thanks for the call and I appreciate it. Hey, Barbara. wanted to say thank you for your feedback on my call in. And uh, I think your idea is a really great one, separating the podcast from the uh, episodes. It makes sense. I think if I was to put it in my words, I think Anchor really needs to make the decision of whether they're going to be a podcast app or if they're going to be a social media app, I think the upside is much stronger with a social media option because it already has such great social features. And I can just see someone saying, hey, Alexa, play Barbara KB's station. And Alexa will, you know, but think of it as reading your friend's Facebook. You know what I mean? And I think that there's a real powerful social element combined with audio that is potential. Um, but if it's a podcast app, it's not going to have social virality. So that's going to be, you know, where the rubber meets the road. Hey, Kurt, thanks for calling in. And, and you also called in with some things about licensing and copyright and legal and all the stuff involved with this. I agree with you. I mean, the one of the reasons why I've stayed here for a year and a half and really was committed to even the first version of Anchor is how completely social it is, that you can have conversations back and forth with folks. Um, and it's really wonderful. And while I think it's great in many ways that what we're doing now can become official podcasts, you know, there's enough platforms out there that already are doing um, podcasting from your phone. Uh, I, could, I could list, you know, five of them. I bet you could too. So while it's, it's fine, it's great that they're also adding this feature I think the strength of Anchor and the goodness of Anchor is this being able to converse with folks and being able to have conversations that are fruitful and good. And yeah, that's to me, that's the power of this place. And, um, you know, I sort of laugh about it, but, you know, that's why I've stuck around. I enjoy conversations. I think there's, you could talk about customer feedback. 
Uh, you could talk about, you know, surveys and just so many ways that this place could be used that are just fantastic. And uh, so I, I thank you for, for your support of that. And yeah, I, you know, I think to some extent Anchor is going to do something with, you know, preserving certain things or, you know, I've got all this stuff in my archive and I can't sort it out very well. And so, you know, they're just still developing the app, which, you know, whatever, I've been here. I'm not going anywhere. So, um, yeah, and in regards to all the licensing and copyright stuff, oh, I am a full believer. I don't want uh, my stuff going out on someone's podcast unless I've really given them permission. There is a concern here that some people might take my stuff and misuse it. or um, And I've actually had some situations where people have done some things. And it's just, I'm all for this, you know, ask me and I'll say yes, you know. Um, in general, I will. But, you know, and then the music situation, completely get that. I mean, that's just normal. But, yeah, people have a right to their voice as content, too. But my thing is, we're already doing it here in Anchor. I'd love to preserve my episodes. Like today, I did a bunch of um, adding to my station of people that I liked and I enjoyed. But now, when I put it into my episode, I've got to kind of edit around it and put my segments together. And actually, one thing... I'm just not going to include it all because it just doesn't make sense unless I have those echoed and add to stations. So, yeah, it's kind of how I've been social here and I've been encouraging other people and how I, you know, talk about conversations here and there's a lot of good stations here. So it's I do content curation. It's what I love to do. It's what my station is. And frankly, I think it's a powerful part of Anchor. So anyway, just throwing that out there. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it.